everyone, it's Maria here. And on behalf of Simon and I, I'd just like to thank you for checking out our podcast. Before we get into things, I just want to let you know that this is only part of our online mini service. To check out the full service and find out more about Everyone Church, head to our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the full service. But for now, let's get into the podcast. Last week, we started sharing about our values and what it is at Everyone Church that we hold dear. And I mentioned that although the church belongs to God and with it has a foundational set of beliefs that will never change, many local churches carry with them a unique DNA. And it is in that DNA we find their culture, the local church, uh, and what they value. And we are a new, local, pioneering church plant. And as many of you are making the decisions and, and also taking the steps towards being planted at Everyone Church, which is amazing, uh, we thought it would be fitting to share what it is that we value. So we're really looking to answer these questions. What do we hold in high regard? How do we do things around here? What does Everyone Church value? And last week we started with the first, and that is, at Everyone Church, we follow Jesus. We pursue Him. His word, his way, his will, his glory. And everyone church is and always will be about Jesus and our pursuit of him. And if you missed it, you can check our podcast or go to our website to find past services on demand. So today I want to share the next value and it is very, very important. And that is this. At everyone church, we lean in to faith friendships. We do life with friends. We share life with friends. We love one another. Now, I just want to share our heart. What do I mean by lean in? A friend of mine, Pastor Darren Bonnell, who uh, pastors in Tamworth, and also he oversees church planning for the Australian Christian Churches for New South Wales, and he's a friend of mine. He's been a great help as we've been taking this church planning journey. But he he's, he's I've heard him say this a few times, that you can kind of categorize church people, me and you, into four different categories. And they, and I think this really rings true with what I've seen in church life, and maybe you've seen it too, but basically you can categorize people in these four ways. All in, lean in, lean out, and all out. So all out people, I think it's self-explanatory, they're all out. They want nothing to do with church. They want nothing to do with anything to do with your church. Um, Lean out people, they always seem to be like, hanging around and sometimes they look like lean in people, but they're probably closer to all out than anything else. And lean out people always need more convincing of why they should be involved in a church community and but they don't need much convincing to skip out. That's lean out people. Lean in people, however, have an attitude that doesn't need to be convinced into everything. And although they might not be all in just yet, uh, they're not far off and their posture their, their heart attitude, their posture is positive. They're leaning in. And all in people, they're planted. They're in. They don't need arm twisting or big events or motivational speaking. No, they're all in through it all, through the thick and thin. So what category would you consider yourself to be in? I know for me, I've been every one of them at some point. And let me just be honest, like being a lean out person is exhausting. It is exhausting. And living for Jesus and, and living in a faith community in the church 
it really is a lean in all in type of journey. You know, it's, it's mate, you jump in and, and God's grace carries you. It's amazing. And I get a sense that in our church planning journey over these last few months that we have a lot of lean in people, which is amazing. And that's great. You can't plant a church with anything less than lean in people. Imagine trying to put on a park lunch or run an online mini service with everybody who's lean out or all that. No, no, we need lean in people. And now it's all up to all of us to keep taking these steps towards becoming all in people. And I know that things move at the speed of trust and we're all learning and getting to know each other. Many families who have are part of our church right now have never met Maria and I, and we are becoming new friends and it's amazing. But, and this is why we're talking about this concept of leaning in. And at Everyone Church, we lean in to faith friendships. Our posture is leaning in. Our ears, our eyes are open to faith friendships. Now, why is friendship so important in the life of a church? Well, first of all, friendship is God's idea. And also Jesus showed us that he values friendship. He does. And when Jesus was about to endure the cross and he's sharing with the disciples some really important things that are kind of like, it's, it's the culmination of their journey together. He's sharing these important things. Hey, I need you to know this. He says this in John 15, verse 12 to 15. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the Father told me. You are my friends, he says. And in context, Jesus wasn't speaking to everyone. He wasn't yelling out a window. No, he was speaking to his disciples, to those he had shared his life with over those years of his public ministry. And friendship really is about sharing your life with someone. It's precious. And, you know, I can teach you right now through a camera. Right now I'm in one of our spare bedrooms. We've converted it. These are Ikea lights. You know, this is real plants. Now, they're plastic plants, but, you know, they, they, they look cool. And I've ironed my shirt. And look at me. We're, we're interacting right here. But if you want to be friends with me, you need access to my life. And Maria and I have been trying to do that, catch up with people, get to know people, because we want to be friends. We want to have friends. And this is the pattern that Jesus is setting. He gave us, and he gave his disciples, access to himself. And your most important faith friendship is with Jesus. We talked about this last week. Christianity is not about religion. It's about relationship. You've heard this in, if you've been part of church at all, people say, it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Well, following Jesus really is about being friends with him. But then Jesus is taking this further and saying, do the same for each other. Love each other as I have loved you. Give each other access. (laughs) Um, You know, your walk with Christ is meant to be lived out alongside others. And I read this week that the Apostle Paul wrote the phrase, he wrote a lot of the New Testament, but he wrote the phrase, my Lord, once. And he wrote the phrase, our Lord, 53 times. 
And that's because Christianity is communal. It's meant to be shared with others. I can't tell you where I would be or where I wouldn't be if it wasn't for good, godly faith friendships, most of which I found in a good local church. Maria and I have only ever been part of one local church, Imaginations Church, over 20 years, planted, married in the auditorium. We found friendships, great friendships in that church. And we are now moving into this new season and we still have friends there and we're not just ditching everyone. No, no, but it's precious, it's precious. Friendships really are relational assets. We have all sorts of relationships in our life and friendships really add value to us. And not only that, your friendships frame your future. Uh, I want to recommend a book for you. It's called Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. And it's a great book. And in that book, he uh, categorizes relationships into four different categories. And they are friends, associates, assignments, and advisors. Now, friends are rare and precious. Um, Associates are not as rare. They exist as long as the association with that person exists. It's kind of like that guy or girl at work that you will never talk to again once you leave. And it's not like you're unfriendly to them, but you're not really friends. You're more just associates. You know, those people that you, you wave to in the hallway or, or on the work site, and, but you're not really connecting. You're just associated. Assignments are people who we may be mentoring or coaching or, or teaching for a, a season, or a lo- whether it's long or short, but there's really a specific reason for us to have a relationship with that person. And advisors, well, it's flipped the other way around. They, uh, you are their assignment. They are mentoring you for a season. And we all encounter these different types of relationships. And one of Dr. Darius's big points in his book is that Many of our relational hurts come about because of a misread expectation. It's kind of like, I'll give you an example. You know, you leave high school and you figure out who is an associate and who's a real friend. Have you ever heard the term, but I, I thought we were friends, you know, or you leave that job and, and you thought you were buddies with someone and you never talked to them again. And you realize that, hang on a second, We weren't actually friends, we were just associates, and I misread it. Or maybe they thought you were their friend and you really weren't. You were maybe just being friendly to them. Now, I I wanna, the reason why I'm sharing this is because it is important to note that church can become, if we're not careful, an association where we only relate to one another to the extent by which were associated. Now, an association is a group of people united together for a common cause. That's an association. I'm not talking about business structure here. I'm just talking about relational uh, interactions. So let's be clear. Associations aren't all that bad. Like, you know, you're not expected to be best friends with everyone at everyone church. But I just want to clarify another thing as well, that Jesus, uh, it was known as a friend of sinners. Okay. So I'm not advocating for not being friends with with people who are not following Jesus. No, no. Jesus, you can get a sense that he was friendly, you know, uh, but he also had his disciples that he was really close with. And we all need friendships in the faith. Friendship is precious. And if we're not careful, if our lean-in is not friendship, 
but just association, we aren't experiencing the true joy of relationship. And then don't be surprised if one day you look and go, hey, I don't have any friends. Well, that's because all of your relationships were just associations or maybe assignments. Uh, and you hadn't really opened the door to say, hey, I want to be friends with these people. And that is why at Everyone Church, we lean in to faith friendships, not just association. We lean in to faith friendships. So the question I want to ask today is, what does a good faith friendship look like? Well, I've got five traits. Number one is character. Character. It says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. A faith friendship is with someone of good character. And why would you share your life with someone who has no character? And remember, friends help frame your future. Proverbs 13 verse 20 says, Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate, there's that word, associate with fools and get in trouble. Character, character. Number two is love, unconditional love. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Friendships shouldn't just be transactional, like I'm in this to get something out of it. No, no, no. It should be, Jesus said, he said, Love one another the way I have loved you. And how awesome is Jesus' love for us? We should love one another in that way. Number three is honesty. Proverbs 27, verse 6, Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. We must value those faith friendships where people are willing to tell us in love the honest truth. And sometimes the truth hurts, it does, but it's for our benefit, it's for our well-being. Number four is reliability. It says in Proverbs 18 verse 24, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Reliability. When life is heavy, do you have friends who can help you carry the weight? Do you have friends that you can rely on to pray for you, pray with you, look out for you, check up on you? Faith, friendships. And we must be careful to observe the reliability of our friends and also our reliability to others. Uh, this isn't all about others and how they treat me. This is about what kind of friend are you being to people as well. Character, love, honesty, reliability. And number five is encouragement. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 and 10. Two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Faith friendships are filled with encouragement. One of my good friends, Dave, He's such an encourager. He called me this week. He said, hey, man, I, I watched your online service. and It was awesome. And he just encouraged me. And I, I think it's important we have people in our lives and we be people who don't just think encouraging things or, or speak correcting things all the time, but actually speak encouragement to one another. So faith friendships are filled with character, love, honesty, reliability, and encouragement. And that is why at Everyone Church, we lean in to faith friendships. And it's my prayer and Maria's prayer. Our hope and prayer is that you would find some of those friendships here 
in everyone church. That it would never be said of our church that people could come here and just not have any friends. No, we want to have a lean-in to faith friendship. So I want to ask you a few questions to close today. And I know we've kind of breezed over this value and I feel like we could speak about following Jesus and having faith friendships for weeks and weeks and weeks. But we just want to go through each of these really briefly to kind of set a foundation for all of us. But I want to ask you these few questions. Number one is, what kind of friend have you been? What kind of friend have you been? Also, what kind of friend are you committed to being in the future? And another question is, have you been hurt by a friend who probably shouldn't have been one? Um, And let's just remember that when we have been hurt in a relationship or in a friendship, that God is not people. You know, God is faithful. People aren't. And we live in a broken world. So let's not confuse God with people. So we bring our hurts, our disappointments to the one who does not disappoint. He's a faithful friend. He is. When we're in a season of life where we feel like we don't have any friends, which we've all been there, He is faithful. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So what I'd love to do, I'd love to pray for you today. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I pray for every person watching, listening today. I pray for their relational life. Lord, I pray that you would help us be the best friends we could be. I thank you that you have been such a good friend, Lord. I thank you that you were known as a friend of sinners. I thank you that you have been faithful to us. And I ask that you would help us by the Holy Spirit, be faithful, be great friends to those around us. And I pray specifically for people who are feeling burdened and hurt, might feel like they're relationally in debt or disappointed. Lord, we bring those disappointments and hurts to you today. And I thank you that you do not disappoint. And I ask that even now, as I pray, that you would comfort people by the Holy Spirit, that you would give people fresh courage to step out again because you are faithful and you want us to live in life with others. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining us this week. We hope that you have a great chance. Go get a coffee with someone. Come on, let's lean in to faith friendships.